With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sleep Saturday draft, I like the way you move, pretty baby. Welcome to Saturday Draft Live. I am David Hockney and I am in the hosting chair once again, joined this time by not from one uh one fanny from air i've got the second fanny from air it's jack graham how are we doing it's a shame you didn't say scotty arfield you know when you're when you're doing that that song there dave you know that's 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 what it's all about but yeah i'm, I'm uh, glad to be here uh happy new year to everyone not been on uh, since the, the start of the new year so hope you all had a, had a had a good festive period and all, all back into the lull of working and studying and all that shit mm. You know, it was Blue Monday this past week, you know, the saddest day of the year where everybody's just hung over from the festive period. Nobody's got any money. Nobody's got any motivation. But we hope to change that here uh, on Saturday Draft Live. Make your weekend that little bit brighter as we um, we navigate through the winter. So we'll kick things off with our top three of the week. And it is another AW heavy scoring week uh, for this time around. So... Joined eight points this week. This week we have Darby Allen and Sting. Now they were drafted as a tag team in previous seasons, but they're solo picks this season. So Sting is currently Ross McLeod's top scorer with thirty points overall. Never thought I'd expect to see that. You know, compared to the likes of uh, Ben Balor, Gunther, even CM Punk as well. You know, Sting's had a pretty good scoring season so far. It's quite funny. I think a lot of folk laughed at the thought of Sting being a, a, a top round one pick. And when you go and look, the rear Ripley's on 30, Cody Rhodes on 30, Damien Priest 29. There's, there's three folk tied with 30 for round one, also with Cam certified. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, the joint top performing round one performer. That's mental. Who would have thought? I don't know he was in the He's in his, uh, his last wee bit, his last run. Obviously, Trick Williams has got like, he's obviously top overall with 39 points. But he was, he was, uh, what round was he drafted? Like, oh, he was like uh, third round? Nope. Yeah. F- yeah, fifth round, which is mental. He's Stacey Smith's highest scoring uh, uh, selection. But then, it's just when just, just looking at round one, Stein being joint top. That's mm-hmm. nothing I would never thought of me to say. And fair play, 
to Ross. I don't want to commend him considering he might take my spot. But you know, taking doing that and uh, it's although, quite, quite staggering actually. Although he is scheduled to have his last match uh, with the Young Bucks coming up soon, so and then he'll retire peacefully at the great grand old age of sixty four. So been a hell of a run for Sting, but I doubt we're going to see him in future drafts uh, going forward. But you know what? If he is scoring highly in this draft, we might as well have him go out with a bang. And then in the, the, the converse of that, Stevens reaping the rewards with Darby with Allen a bit as well. In the mm-hmm. last yep. getting the, obviously not, not, not like I'm certified, but getting the 15 points, which are like compared to other last rounds, is, is, I'd say is kind of about that kind of upper mid half. Obviously, you've got Christian Cage on 19, Brian Danielson 18 and a half, and, and, and whatnot. But then Darby Allen on 15 is kicking about there. So that's, that's another good pick of, from that. I know Stephen did his from the wheel mm-hmm. and whatnot, but still the, the, the performance they to put in, I don't think anyone really, really expected it. Yeah, let's not take anything away from the fact that Stephen used a random wheel selector to choose his team. So that's kind of why he's been saddled with Ivar and uh, Raquel Rodriguez, who, I mean, Ivar's had a, a back and forth with Bronson Reed and some other uh, big guys on the roster. But Darby Allen, you know, we were joking about, you know, he was off doing training for climbing Mount Everest and stuff. But this late surge, teaming with Sting, getting, picking up the wins here and there and appearance points, etc. He's proven to be a, a decent scorer for a sixth round pick. Aye, absolutely. It's, 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 it's been, a, been a great game so far. Mm-hmm. But our number one scorer of the week, Eddie Kingston, the Continental Classic champion, successfully defending the title against Wheeler Utah on Rampage this past week. Uh, and there's no joint, nope, he is second overall with 36 points total and is the highest scoring newcomer on Tom Brock's team. I think, Jack, I think it's safe to say Tom, you know, despite his overall league standing, he's certainly keeping a solid spot in the race with Eddie Kingston on his team here. Yes, it's obviously this, this as we're talking about like, the past few weeks as well, the Continental Classic, then winning this Triple Crown Championship and then defending it. I think he's defended, defended it in collision and then mm-hmm. defended it on Rampage, didn't he? Yeah. So that's two defences this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, Eric, Eric, it's what one underdog pick Eric has been for Tom Brock. Because in the third round, he's third overall with the captain's, uh, with captain points all applied across the board. I think he might have it elsewhere. I'm not sure. I can't quite remember, Tom. But he's got 36 points this season. That's... Uh, I just double-checked. I think Asuka's his captain at Asuka, the minute. aye. And bet he wish they fucking had it on Eddie Kingston considering where Tom is. Then <laughs> yeah. he, he'd, he'd be right up in that conversation, which is a, which is a bit uh, unfortunate. But regardless of that, another one, the, 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 Eddie Kingston is not a name I'd have thought I'd have been seeing in a top three of the week. Also, we've seen Darby Allen before back in the heydays of the TNT Championship and whatnot. But as of right now, in the current situation, day three, you would never have picked or thought to have been the top three of a week in the draft. And considering the type of season we're in, where it's the Royal Rumble season and folk try and go WWE heavy, it's quite quite surreal in a way. Mm-hmm. I guess people had their eyes on the Continental Classic as well, you know, trying to capitalise on frequent matches, frequent appearances. And if Eddie Kingston was going to as the defending champion, you know, there was always a chance that he was probably going to retain it. And Tom Brock, 
took that gamble, but unfortunately, not putting the capsi on him has proven to be a bit of a, a faux pas in hindsight. But regardless, Eddie Kingston, our top scorer this week, and here's hoping he def- has more Continental Classic title defences to get Tom uh, up at the table, you know, because one more successful defence could put him within third place if if we're being optimistic. Uh, yeah, we'll look at the yeah. So we'll look at the overall standings at the minute just to see how that uh, how that impacts it. So bottom of the table quite firmly now, and it's not Stephen Wilson in his random wheel. It's uh, the four time draft winner, uh, David the Goat Campbell, Team Goat, forty two points. Then we have uh, thirteen points ahead of him. We have Stephen Wilson with Wheel of Lore mid card drafting on fifty five. Ross McLeod on Imperium Leather with 58. Jonathan Adam, Dark Side of the Onion Ring on 62. Then it's yourself, Jack. I do anything to draft, but I won't do that with 65. One point ahead of you is Gary Kernan with Team Viscera. It's um, a bit, bit of a mixed season for you, I think, Jack, so far. Um, you know, n- not a lot of big scores within the middle of your table, but you do have... Samoa Joe winning the uh, AW World Title. You've got Balor making constant appearances on Raw as well. Uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting season. Is at least I think the Finn Balor pick and the Samoa Joe picks working out. JSO might still come good, but it's that kind of middle three. The family only didn't show up until this week, and it was just a straight table defense, which is good, I guess. But the, the the points haven't been there for Chelsea Green and JC Jane, which have, which haven't been that great for me. Yeah. Uh, smack bang in the middle of the table we have Chris Anthony Lopez and the Bling Generals on 75 points and then we have a bit of a gap into the top half of the table so Tom Brock rode back to the Eredivisie on 83 points and we have the other Ayrshire boy Ryan Dalgleish with Dancing Naked Murder on the dance floor with 84 points and this is where things start to get a little bit competitive because between Tom Ryan and the next three only six and a half points separate them so this is going to be a very very tight block of competitive uh, competitiveness going forward. Fifth place, the people's champion, Grant McRobbie, with roll to draft, push 2.0, 87 and a half points. Stacey Smith with Team Bella, 89 points, and just half a point ahead of her, taking third place this week. It's myself with the West End Country Club, 89 and a half. But then moving up to the two-horse race, so 12 points ahead of me is Scott McLeod with drafted eight. Easy, uh, 103 and a half. And then Lee McAteer maintaining his number one position this week with subscribe on demand progress plus cheap plug, 105 points. So, Jack, it's looking like a, a two horse race with only two weeks to go till the Royal Rumble. But let's not take anything away from third to seventh place here. So, anything, anywhere between myself and Tom Brock could change dramatically uh, within the next couple of weeks. I uh, yeah, it was I uh, it's also with the kind of with the kind of season it is, Dave, you know, it's um as much as the table matters and you want your position to look good. It all comes down to that final Royal Rumble match. That's where the big points and the big players come into play. That's where we'll see the biggest shake ups, that's where we'll see the season decided. So obviously you want to be up as high as possible, but I wouldn't fret too much if you are down that bottom half and you think you've got a good competitor for that Royal Rumble match. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Jack, it's now that time we have to move on to the the listeners' league. So I'm gonna have to saddle you with the reading through the top five of the week here, and also go through the listeners' league cup. Oh yes, yes, here we go. 
We are back with the listeners league, folks. Now, we usually just kind of cut, cut through the top five here. Uh, I, I do have a bit of a cold this week. And I, my pronunciation of stuff isn't that good to begin with, Dave. But if you could help me with Ross McClucky's team. Los, yep. Los, well, I'm not even going to attempt it. You go. Uh, Los Ingobernables de Jamon. There we go. That's fantastic pronunciation from Dave there. 102 points. He's only just a wee bit ahead of Andy Springer's. I said maybe or a hundred and a half. But then a wee bit ahead of Ross Ross is Tam with Brian Tamilson with a hundred and three and a half points. Half a point ahead of Tam is Lachlan Hyatt with Kamara Kiss and 104 points. A point ahead of him is Bertie Wanless with 60 million pounds down the drain, 105. And then Alora May has that 15 point gap that only prims 120 points. That kind of talk, aside from Laura, that kind of, even if you look all the way down to about Craig Forsyth, even Ryan Gallagher, like there's 15 points between I'd second way, place. I'd go the way as far as Ross Henderson, you know, that's like half the league, 16, 16 competitors, and there's only, what, 14 points, 14 points 16 from second. That's quite mental. That just shows how competitive and how tight the listeners league is so obviously if any people want to get involved in it shoot us a message let us know and we'll get you involved in the next season and let's let's also point out as well that our former contributors league competitors ryan gallagher and andy mitchell are amongst those in that bracket so ryan gallagher with shaggers currently at 92 andy mitchell cream rises to the top on 97 absolutely so that's kind of how the how the week is going. We do also have the Listeners League Cup, Dave, as we were, as, as you alluded to, and the, the rounds keep her coming here as we've got Tam up against Mike. He's currently on 25 and a half points and Mike with 19. Anthony Fitzpatrick is currently being Elliot Cantor by half a point, 12 and a half to 12. Andy Mitchell is absolutely scudded. Mike Nunn, 33 to 18 and a half. Uh, Michael Coffey has got 17 points with Dan Axel Jameson on 13. That's, that's how the left side of the bracket's gone. Ryan Gallagher's just lost out to Laura, a Laura May, a Laura with 27, and Ryan in 23. Andy Springer and Bertie Wanless are currently tied 23 each. But I think Andy's captain, Andy Springer's captain, has more points than Bertie. Yeah. So. This was the this was something we had to check last week. We um because of the tie format, we had to check whose captain scored higher. I think Andy won the, the decider yeah. there. Uh, Robert Shaw has got 15 points against Gary Morris's 13. Uh, Lachlan Hyatt with 22 points, beat Alan Laurie in 16 and a half. So I think as it stands in the quarterfinals, we're going to have Tam up against Anthony Fitzpatrick, Andy Mitchell up against Michael Clothier, Alora May against Andy Springer and Robert fucking Shaw against Lachlan Hyatt. Mm-hmm. That's like a good bracket, but remember we've still got uh, a couple of weeks left, so we'll have to keep an eye on this as it progresses. So the final will be decided, of course, at the Royal Rumble, but we'll, uh, we should have an update on who's progressing to the next round uh, by next week. Jack, the last segment we have uh, for today, a nice little short and sweet one, something we've not really paid much attention to, given that we were on the subject of Listener's League just there. I wanted to discuss our SDL host Listener's League teams to beat. Now, currently, 
with our SDL Listeners League teams, Ryan is currently sitting on 81 points. I'm on 82. Stephen is on 100. But you're actually topping the entire Listeners League and the SDL hosts with 135 points overall, 15 points ahead of Elliot Cantor. So, yep, 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 yep. Uh, just to go through the, the teams here, <laughs> funnily enough, we all have Rhea Ripley as our round one picks and as our team captains. So, needless <laughs> to say, that's had mixed results, but I think it's our undercard picks that have made the difference. So, Jack, because you're top of the table, just you have Tony Storm, the Creed Brothers, Orange Cassidy, Dragon Lee, and Samoa Joe. Dragon Lee, I think, has been your biggest contributor. You know, he's been a, a pretty good high scorer with the North American title defenses, although he did drop it to Obafemi cashing in his breakout tournament contract to become the new champion. So I think that Dragon League momentum's probably going to slow down for the rest of the season. Uh, it's a bit, bit unfortunate, but you know, I'll take I'll take the thirty points or whatever it is he's got uh, this, this season for for in the last league team to beat. So that's quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking at Stephen standings, he has the acclaimed Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce, Orange Cassidy, Maxine Dupree, and Samoa Joe. Now, you and Stephen Jack have both picked Samoa Joe. He's just won the AW World Championship from MJF. A bit of a late surge for him, despite being a, a round six pick in in this one. When we discussed last week, how you know. Samoa Joe has been a, a huge miss from earlier selections and how he's been left in round six just proves the evidence how valuable he is. Uh, it was, it was, I, I was surprised he didn't go earlier because I think anyone that watches AEW should have known that it was essentially an absolute certainty that Samoa Joe was going to be NGF in, mm-hmm. in a short season. As I know it is Royal Rumble season. But any pay per view point is valuable in this season. Obviously, it's valuable every season. But in a short in a short space where there isn't many pay per views, surely folks should have thought that that would have happened. And I thought you mentioned so. I was at I've gone in the in our actual draft getting them in the last round. I was very very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Orange Cassidy still reports uh, the highest scoring overall with thirty one points, just one point ahead of Rhea Ripley. So I think. The two of you picking Orange Cassidy definitely was a, a win in itself. Absolutely, yeah. The international championship, he's going to have his battle of the belts, title defence against Preston Vance as well, I think. Yep, that's right. So more points there for Orange Cassidy. Magic. Uh, my listeners' league team to beat is Ray Ripley, the acclaimed Solo Sokoa, Chris Statlander, John Moxley and JD McDonough. Now, the reason I went with John Moxley was obviously because of the Continental Classic, and I was assuming Chris Statlander would have a bit of a, a resurgence. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, Chris Statlander is scoring higher than the acclaimed and Solo Sokoa, both of whom had very successful high-scoring seasons last time around, with the acclaimed practically carrying the GOAT David Campbell to a fourth draft win. But they've been a lot, lot quieter this season, uh, only nine points for the acclaimed. So maybe a bit over-eager with selecting the acclaimed of round two, but then again, we have to go with what, based on past performance a lot of the time. Aye, absolutely. It's, um, it's really it's really interesting, like, listeners league team to be. I, has there been a season where we've done this for one of us when we did our listeners league team to be have came out on top? I don't think so, no. 
I think this was more of just a bit of a friendly competition between uh, how well each of us know our listeners, league competitors. And Jack, you've obviously done the best so far. A 15-point gap with two weeks to go is certainly something to be to be pleased with. Particularly, you oh, know, we've got Orange Cassidy, Dragon Lee and Ray Ripley all scoring at least 30 points so far. I only wish that was my team in the actual draft and I'm be worried about Ross replacing me in SDL. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, actually, um, as it stands, you're only seven points ahead of Ross. Yeah. Two weeks ago, how confident are you feeling about that? Not great. Not great at all because he's going to have Roman and Logan defending their titles and I think, I think Ross is doing a captain switch at some to point. Roman. To Roman, yeah. I think it's potentially uh, as of is it as of tomorrow? I don't know. I, I already put it in the chat. We need to double check that. Mm. But uh, I that's that's going to hurt me a bit. I need yeah, I need a fucking miracle, I think. Yeah. Uh, the only My only saving grace is that I've got a Joe title defence coming next week. And else, yeah. Finn Balor and Jairus are surely going to have a somewhat okay performance in the Rumble, even though they won't win. So I, just, I, need, I need to hope and pray, but I think it's going to be very tight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's not leave Ryan hanging, though. We forgot to assess his Elizabeth's League team to beat. So his team is Rhea Ripley, Bailey, FTR, Ilya Dragunov, Nia Jax, and JD McDonough. FTR proven to be the underperformers of his team, unfortunately. They've not had as much exposure this time around. Not many wins, etc. A lot of the focus seems to be on Darby Allen and Sting, you know, obviously with Sting's retirement impending and stuff. And now the young back the young Bucks have come back to to challenge them for his for his last match. So very quiet season for FTR. But let's not take it either way from Ilya Dragunov as NXT champion, although he has been KFA Britain out with injury. So it's uh I think that's put a halt to Ryan's progress. But he does have a potential Royal Rumble winner with Bailey in his team, though. Yeah. That could be a saving grace for him. I, 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 I said, I think that Bailey was my prediction from early, early on to be Mine the too. women's Royal Rumble winner. So I think that will prove dividends. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's our listeners' league team to beat. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that along with side with the rest of our contributors league and the listeners league standings. But I think for the per- for the benefit of Jack's own well being and health, we'll uh, we'll end things there and let him uh, get that necessary mug of tea to get him through the day. <laughs> Thank you very uh, much. I appreciate that. Yeah. So hope you enjoyed this episode of Saturday Draft Live. And if you want to see more of our uh, content we produce here on Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. You can follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, and all good podcasting sites. Be sure to visit our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Suplex Retweet. We, our latest feature show on the career of Rey Mysterio came out this past Friday, so make sure to have a, a listen to that. ESSR Central will be back up and running as well this uh, this coming week. Uh, last, last week, Ross and Scott talked about plethora of things, including Kevin Dunn's retirement, TNA coming back, and many more major talking points in the wrestling scene. But all that Ray's say is, Jack, thank you for powering through illness to do this episode with me. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. Right, I'll let you get back to your bed, and I'm sure you're going to have a super early night tonight. But uh, I've been David Hockney. This has been Saturday Draft Live, and we will see you next time. 
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.